Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Serving the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, we are going to be surfing these healing pink waves, and uh, everybody has an idea of what healing is, and I'm sort of defining it about uh, changing energy. Um, so let's get to it. So when the world gets really crazy, we want to get in there and start fixing stuff. It's a normal human thing to want to change things, mix things up. But if we're scared or have a little bit of fear floating around about current events, then getting into meditation and surfing the psychic waves offers the path for all that energy of change, which is also known as healing. So you want to get into a place that's neutral and without the attachment to the outcome. That's really the healing wave. And yes, we all want, you know, the results of lasting change, you know, that matches our own version of the world. Uh, but you get that by not using your ego and not being fixed in your sort of worldview. So when you're getting that pull of the ego to do something about a something, that's where and when meditation is your friend. And the light trance sort of helps you to open up. Sometimes you want to go a little bit deeper, and that's fine. But you want to get to this neutral state. And uh, sometimes you have to do a little bit of jumping around on the waves before you get there. And that's totally fine. Uh, but we want to get to a place where we can commune with the energies around you without all the judgment and the conflict and the separation and maybe even your own specific opinion or interpretation of events. And if you're in a space where you're angry or conflicted or righteous about something and still want to change things, then you want to look for that trance state where you can uh, get to the place of letting go of those fixed thoughts and open up because there's usually more going on than your ego will tell you. And if you open up all your faculties, then you can sort of see what's going on. You can look at the energy and you could just look. You don't even have to do anything. You don't even have to heal. So as a super sensitive psychic person out there, when I say heal, you already know what that means. You're already doing a something. It's a doingness about changing energy and most of us just walk around our daily lives just doing it and we don't tell anybody and we just move the energy around hopefully making it lighter for other folks around us but you know uh we have our own lives as well and sometimes it's hard to separate with what's going on with our own selves and kind of having a open sort of mind frame again of letting all the energies kind of swirl around and do their thing so you're not trying to stop energy. You're trying to uh, get a ball of energy together and create something new. And usually this healing piece leads to creativity. Um, and we want to explore that today in surfing these waves. And we're going to use a light pink color, but I'll get back to that in a minute. So when there's a little opening for a different path, we want to let this meditation piece happen, and it can be just for a few minutes. So if you're lighting a candle or starting and just staring at the flame, or you're going to start to wash your hands and you're thinking about the water or maybe the soap or maybe the bubbles, um, maybe you're going to overwater a plant, <laughs> what I call watering, um, and you're going to watch sort of what happens to that plant when it's getting nourishment. Or maybe you're just going to stand in the sun. It's like those brief moments give you your space back. And that grip of separation starts to release. So it's kind of like that sensation of wiping out in the middle of your surfing session. And then getting right back up on those waves. So it's okay to wipe out. But just get right back doing it. 
just get right back there surfing. And sometimes we, you know, we want to figure it out. Like, why did that, why did that happen? Why did I get off track? Why did I go down this rabbit hole (laughs) when the day started off so well? So just don't do the math or the mental gymnastics on why this or that happened. You know, why you fell off your wave, you know, might be a mystery for the next three years. So just don't make yourself wrong or beat yourself up. You know, it does nothing but make you feel worse. Just keep moving through the energy and keep surfing. Just get right back on that wave. So we're always going to find something that we don't like or appreciate, but you can jump over, go around and get right back to surfing the psychic waves. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with just getting right back on the horse, keep going and don't look back. It's okay. But I think there's a lot of interesting information out there about looking back and analyzing kind of what happened to this or that. And there's a different time frame for that. Um, It's a time when you're out of crisis or you're, you know, calm at home and you're thinking about the day and kind of what occurred. That's one thing. Um, So today we aren't talking about specific cases of trauma events here. You know, we're talking about that everyday life that we're all experiencing and where we're going to jump in and heal anyway, no matter what happens. (laughs) So you want to give yourself the space to keep using all of your psychic abilities, including healing, Um, and move about your day and not get stuck on trying to, you know, analyze yourself to death along the way. So I'll give you a couple of examples. So in the middle of driving in traffic on the freeway, are you pulled into the stories of what the other drivers are doing? Like who's cutting off who or what big truck is in the way or in your way? Or are you inviting like rainbows to start forming over the road? And another example, at the grocery store, when you need to shop super fast, do you ground the store and the parking lot before you arrive? Or are you already amped up for the fight to the death to get a parking space? So we can look at all the causes of this conflict energy, or we can focus on creating the rainbow and all these colors over an eight-lane freeway. Like imagine all the drivers experiencing that. You know, some might really appreciate that or need it that day. And it becomes like a global healing. And all you're doing is making a rainbow. So, you know, another piece to this is that you could say hello to the earth ahead of your grocery shopping experience and start giving thanks before you even get there. So we're going to jump into meditation. We're going to look at all this energy. It's a little bit easier to see it once you're in meditation. And we're going to kind of use today's show as an example for any sort of energy that kind of jumps in your path and wants to kick you off your wave. And, you know, it's kind of full of conflict and separation. So we're going to use this light pink color around us today just to practice with this color. It's not an energetic color we all use. Some of us use pink all the time, but that's kind of like our color. (laughs) Other folks uh, don't. I usually am like using turquoise blue all the time. So uh, we want to get into this sort of light pink color on the outside of our aura. We're going to pull our aura in. We're going to use little pieces of rose quartz crystal and make a circle around our space. And we're going to look at uh, different energies um, and who or what you might be healing at this moment. And then we're going to continue and kind of start creating something else. So we want to take a deep breath. We want to settle into that space behind our eyes. And if it's easier to just sort of hang out on top of your head, that's okay. Some of us see energy at this global level easier from the six chakra center of the head. And it's like a movie screen. And other folks, it's more, I don't know, bird's eye view from the top of the head. So just notice where your being wants to be right now. And I'd like you to take uh, a moment here to ground from the base of the spine to the center of the earth. I'd like you to just set up that 
column of light from that first chakra at the base of the spine and have it go all the way down to the center of the earth and just notice that the earth says hello back and it's kind of a two-way street so we have earth energy coming in and other energies that we find along the way we're going to release down this grounding cord the earth knows you very well and knows all the points of why and how you want to use that ego to solve everything wrong with the world. But you can kind of enjoy this earthly presence that has really seen a lot already over many eons and knows you very well. So I'd like you to just allow some of that earth energy to start to flow through the soles of the feet, through the legs, through the hips, into that first chakra. And it's going to start to bubble up the spine. There's like back and front channels of the spine that can have earth energy flowing through it, through that first chakra. Second chakra just below the navel. Third chakra at the solar plexus. Fourth chakra at the heart. Fifth chakra at the throat. You might notice some of that earth energy flowing over the shoulders and down the arms and up the palms of the hands. And some of that earth energy going to continue from the fifth chakra at the throat through the sixth chakra center of the head and out the seventh chakra. So just let that flow. And then I'd like you to start to bring in some of that solar energy. I also call it cosmic energy. It's going to come in from the sun. It's just our usual sun that we see every day. And I'd like you to start to allow some of that solar light to come in above your head. You might see it as a giant ball of golden light above your head. I'd like you to just allow that to start to come into your space, flow through the top of your head at the seventh chakra, down the back channels of the spine, into that first chakra. going to start to flow through the grounding cord, through the legs, up the front of the spine, through all those other chakras. Some of that solar light will filter through the arms, mixing with that earth energy and out the palms of the hands. And it's going to continue on through the fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra, center of the head and out the top of the head. You might notice that your aura is super big today. It might be all over the place. There might be pieces of it missing. Any of that is totally okay. It's just a normal thing that happens to us sensitive folks. So I'd like you to just call back that energy around you. And I like your aura about three feet above you, below you, side to side, out in front and back. Really make it like a really nice sphere. Doesn't need to be an egg. And I like you to just let that outer layer of your aura be a light pink. And I like you to just imagine this sort of circle of rose quartz. Rose quartz crystals around the bottom of that aura, around that grounding cord. You might notice you might want to adjust that grounding cord to be a little bit bigger. Great. Sometimes when we work with energy, we sort of put it outside of ourselves and ground it and sort of move it 
move energy around that way. But for today, we're really looking at some of the energy that's already hanging out in our space. So we won't do that. We will use um, the energy of the sixth chakra at the center of the head. So you might see things out in front of you, like a movie screen, or you might get that bird's eye view from the top of the head. And so any energy that we encountered today, you can just release down that grounding cord back to the center of the earth. It knows what to do with that energy. You can also pull in uh, more earth energy if that feels more comfortable for you today. You might need a little more solar light. You can call in a little bit more of that energy. Maybe it's 50-50. Maybe it's 80-20. Just sort of notice what kind of environment you like today. Great. So from this state, I'd like you to just think about all the little bits of conflict that might be floating around your space right now. Sometimes it's hanging out in areas of the body. So you might want to take a look. You might know what it is, or it might be something from a couple of weeks ago. If you notice little sort of splashes of that conflict energy around your space, you can just start releasing it down the grounding cord. Sometimes conflict comes in the form of like a piece of paper Sometimes it's really specific to a person or a group of people. So I'd like you to just notice if you have any of that floating around your space. Any of those uh, types of energy that seems very specific to a certain set of humans. Any sort of conflicting energy that having to do with friends or family, or maybe both. I'd like you to just release that energy down the grounding cord. We don't need to solve it right now. We can just release it. We're just getting our space. The other piece to this I'd like you to look at is anywhere you're amping up your energy. Now that we sort of took little snapshots around our space of where the conflicts are, or where sort of the humans <laughs> might be in our lives right now, hanging out in our space, having to do with conflicts. You might notice where you are already amping up your energy, and that can be in the pit of your stomach, that can be in your back. It might have a body component to this, might be different areas of your aura, where you might already feel that energy amping up on top of your head, and I'd like you to just release that right now. Part of what we're getting awareness of is that push and that pull of the ego wanting to step in and save the day. And sometimes it's a push in our space and sometimes it's a pull. And sometimes wanting to get back to ourselves and be in our own space and be able to look at energy, that's another push and pull. So very quickly, there's all this conflict. So right now we're in our space. We're either in our six chakra, center of the head, or the top of the head. We're just looking at energy. And in any, any energy that doesn't seem present time, like right now, present time, we just release it down the grounding cord. And after this trance state that we're in, after the show, it can all come right back if you want. Or not. You have a choice. So the next piece of this is I'd like you to just look at any other pieces of judgment that might be hanging around your space. Judgment for me hangs up like, um, kind of like uh, holiday lights around my space. They're kind of all connected, but they're not a web, but they have sort of these glimmering little lights all over the place. 
That's what judgment looks like in my space. And you might have your own version of this. It might look like balloons ready to pop. It could look like little pieces of a web. It could look like sports equipment hanging all over your space. Maybe you experienced a lot of judgment that way. It could look like a lot of paper. Maybe there's some academic judgments that are still running. Even though you're very far away from school age. Just kind of look at what judgments look like in your space. Maybe it's gray and hazy. Foggy. Maybe it looks like a pale yellow. Or a color you're not usually around. Maybe it looks like a cactus. Very prickly. Just kind of look at any of those sort of pieces of judgments floating around. Sometimes they're in your aura. Sometimes they're in parts of the body. You might even find them in the center of your head. That's possible. So you can start releasing those down the grounding cord. And I'd like you to just notice that you can look at a little bit um, easier what's right and what's wrong in your space. So I'd like you to just look at any of those super judgmental statements that you might have said lately that you know you're right in other areas in your space where you just feel wrong. So any of the thinkings and the feelings around right and wrong, I'd like you to sort of notice they might look red and green, stop and go. They might look like neon signs. Just look for any of those rigid spaces in your aura, in your body, in any of the chakras. There's a lot of right and wrong that likes to hang out in the solar plexus. And sometimes it likes to hang out all along the spine. So any of that, I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. Great. The next piece to this is I'd like you to look at where you might be healing someone or something right now. Sometimes we have these open-ended healing agreements. And sometimes they're exactly what we want. And sometimes they were started four years ago. <laughs> now you're not even talking to that person. So just kind of look around your space. That's why we clear off judgment first. It's because there's no judgment on this. It's okay if you're still healing someone after four years. But now you can make the choice. In present time, would you like to continue or move on? So sometimes healing agreements can look like a little rope. They can look like a piece of paper. Um, they can look like a tree stump. I'm not sure why. Um, they can look like uh, keys. They can look like um, like a mortar and pestle. They can look like flowers. So just notice those pieces of anywhere you're healing someone or something. Sometimes um, there's something that's called cords, but I try to not use the word or that term too much because I think energy is changing all the time. And so it might look like a cord, like a rope one day. 
between myself and another person. And then the next day it's looking like a flower. So um, the healing energy likes to change a lot. So whether you call it a cord or something else, that's, that's fine. But let's just release any of those places where you might be healing someone or something and it's not in present time anymore. So the next piece to this is that we'd like to look at any of those invasive thoughts or feelings that might come right into your head. So as kind of the world is waking up and getting more attuned to all these different types of energy, sometimes people are just a little careless with the energy they're thrown around. And so we don't want to be careless, uh, but we don't need to be on the receiving end of, let's say, those invading thoughts or feelings. And so sometimes if somebody's sad, it, you might pick up on it and it just seems to go right into your brain. <laughs> so I'd like you to take a look around that uh, center of the head space, that sixth chakra. And I'd like you to just notice if there's anything inside. Is there just a big comfy chair with you in it? Maybe a movie screen? Or do you have tables set up and couches for people to come in and sit down? <laughs> you want to really own this space in the center of your head. And any place that you might have been very accommodating to family members or siblings where you're kind of sharing space. I'd like you to just release that. It may not be in present time. And if it is in present time, you may not need them in the center of your head in the middle of the show. <laughs> so just sort of notice that space. It's more like, oops, sorry, just jumped in your head, didn't mean to. It's more like that. It's very rare to have someone be very incisive. And with this meditation, we're not looking for the traumatic events that require something different. This is more about every day. So all those everyday space invaders, <laughs> could you just release them from the center of your head? And for some of those that might have climbed on top of your head, that crown chakra, it's kind of a nice, safe space for people to hang out in that aren't you. They get the same bird's eye view. They can pretend they know what they're doing thanks to your crown chakra. <laughs> but this is happening all the time. So just for now, I'd like you to just release anybody that's hanging out on top of your head or in your brain. release it down that grounding cord. If you'd like to make the grounding cord a little bit bigger, that's fine. If you'd like to allow a little bit more earth energy to enter your space, that's fine. Maybe you need a little more cosmic energy. We've moved a lot of energy out of our space, and so it's nice to have that earth and cosmic energy around to keep filling up our space. Because we're kind of like, oh, wow, I got more of me hanging around right now. And that's really kind of nice and comforting. So what we would like to do now is to look for this energy of creativity where you'd like to change the different energies that are around you. And so we kind of have our go-tos. So for me, using a rainbow is kind of like this quick, fast thing that I do. I don't do it all the time, but it's at the ready. And so let me give you some examples. So sometimes um, we can use the wind. It might come as a slight breeze or somebody getting a breath of fresh air. And sometimes it's that feeling of taking a deep breath and exhaling. So you might want to look around your space if you have that ability or you're using it now of using the wind. 
And I'd like you to notice where that is in your space. Sometimes I keep my sort of psychic go-tos in the center of my head. Sometimes I keep them on my shoulder so they're ready to go. So just notice where you keep those things. Then I'd like you to look for any of that energy of ease. So if you could give somebody ease or make things easy around them as an energy, having no attachment to what it's going to do for them, I'd like you to notice that energy. Is it a color? Is there a, like a little postcard snapshot of it somewhere in your space? What does easy look like? It might look like making chocolate chip cookies. I don't know why. That's actually not that easy. But, you know, it could be. Maybe that's what easy means in your space. So I'd like you to look at the energy of knowledge. So let's say you are noticing somebody needs to find out more about a situation and you'd like to sort of create this energy of knowledge around them that they can easily find their answers. And then it's open-ended. It's not your answer and you may not have your answer for them, but they have the ability to find that knowledge, whatever that is that they need. So you might want to look at what that sort of looks like in your space. It might be in your aura. It might be in the back of your aura. And what does that look like? Is there a symbol with it? Is it just a color? Great. And some of us don't use this, and that's fine. We use other things. Uh, Some of you might be just going straight to this little thing called happiness. And sometimes those happiness vibes look like little gold orbs floating around. Maybe they're a little fuzzy. That happiness sort of vibe might look like the happy face icon or some other um, sort of cartoon character. Might look like a flower. Notice that vibration of happiness and where it is in your space. Great. So you want to take another look at uh, where comfort and calm reside in your space. So right now you're grounded, you're connected to the sun and the earth. You have energy flowing in your space. It's like pink on the outside. You have your rose quartz crystals imaginarily in a circle around you. You're all calm. You're hopefully very comfortable. You're relaxed. Your body is fine. So where is that comfort and calm if you were wanting to create that energy as a healing for someone or something else? It might be different than the calm and the comfort that you're in right at the moment. It doesn't need to be the same. It might come with the color or a different kind of symbol. Just notice that space might just look like little angel wings all by themselves. It might look like a pillow or a cloud. Just notice that color that might come with it and where it hangs out in your space. So let's look for another piece of energy called enthusiasm. 
exuberance. That might be another similar one. Enthusiasm to me is like the energy right before happiness hits. <laughs> and sometimes we need them both. And sometimes one is fine. So when I sort of move a rainbow around the freeways, <laughs> I would call that enthusiasm more than happiness, for example. So I'd like you to look for that energy of enthusiasm in your space. It might be hidden in the body. And you don't need to hide it, but you just might have had to a while back. So if you find that enthusiasm in the back of your aura, you can bring it into a place where you can find it again quite easily. Just notice that state. Does it come with the neon color? Does it come with the laugh track? Or a whole bunch of giggles? Notice that state. Great. So sometimes uh, when we're going to get into meditation and start healing things, <laughs> uh, we want to find the energy of discernment. Sometimes before the trance state starts, we have all these ideas mapped out of what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And then the trance state sort of evolves and continues and unfolds. And then suddenly that discernment, which when I say it seems a little harsh, it um, softens up quite a bit. So um, discernment for me is being able to sort of look at all the energy and kind of have that available. It's less about deciding what it is, but having sort of all the options or paths in view. So I'd like you to look for that energy of discernment. It may not be a word that you use a lot, but energetically, I think you know what I'm talking about. This might be in your brain, top of your head, might be in the body space or in your aura. Just sort of notice where that is and what color it's vibrating at. may come with a symbol. Great. And the last piece we're going to look at today is the energy of allowance. So sometimes we need to back away from an energy and just allow energies to unfold. And that takes a bit of getting used to. When we're out of meditation, this sounds very much like allowing bad things to happen when actually you're trying to allow for the good stuff to unfold. Even calling it good and bad, it's a little bit of judgment in there. But anyway, we want to Get out of the judgment part of it. Let energies unfold and allow for those energies to unfold. So I'd like you to just look at those pieces of energy where allowance is. It might be in the heart. It might be in the throat. Fifth chakra or the fourth chakra of the heart. It might be in the body or in layers of your aura. Sometimes allowance is on the outside of your aura, just in case you might need it. So you might notice that space. It could be a pastel color. So now that you have found all these different types of energy, I'd like you to ask yourself if there's any conflict in your space right at the moment. 
And if there is, if there's any little twinges of that, I'd like you to just ground that to the center of the earth. Great. What I'd like you to do now is we're going to send out some of that healing energy to different parts of your day. So if you have been in the car in the last week, or will be in the next week, either way, one week forward or backwards, I'd like you to send the energy of ease out there. And it might look like um, a rainbow or a flower or a color, whatever ease is for you. I'd like you to send some of that ease out into the world where you would need it if you're driving around. Great. And so now we're going to look at the energy of knowledge. And I'd like you to send those little pieces of that knowledge energy out into the world where you might come across its need in your travels. Maybe you just would like folks to have revelations when they're taking their morning walk. And so here comes this energy of knowledge that they get to access and enjoy. It's kind of the open-endedness of it. It's kind of nice. So now we want to look at the energy of happiness. And I'd like you to send some of that happiness energy out into the world. where you might have encountered it or the need for it in your travels out and about. If you think about your day, day day in and day out, where would you like this happiness to show up? And it's like leaving little breadcrumbs of it in the world around you. And next up is comfort and calm. So in the world around you, where would you like to send that energy of comfort and calm out? And if you want to go bigger than your immediate world, that's fine. You can send it all over the planet. It might come with that symbol or a color. Just notice that state as you sort of release comfort and calm as that healing vibration. Great. And the next one is enthusiasm. So anywhere in your world, you would like to send out a little more enthusiasm. I'd like you to do that now. And I'd like you to notice your space. Notice that you have earth and cosmic energy running. We'll fill up our space a little bit more after we finish these. But I'd like you to just release some of that enthusiasm out into the world. You may not know exactly where you want it to go. Maybe you do might look at any of the places that you've been healing lately and where you'd like a little more enthusiasm to flow. Great. The next energy I'd like you to look at is the energy of discernment. Anywhere you'd like this energy of discernment to start moving around and opening up 
all sorts of discussions. It kind of opens up the energy for information to be received before you take action. You might notice the energy of it and where you'd like discernment to just sort of show up and be available to folks. Great. And the last one that we'll look at is the energy of allowance for new energies to unfold. That energy might look like just a ball of light. It might come with a color. I'd like you to just release that anywhere in your world where you think it might be helpful or in healing. So I'd like you to just notice your space. Notice the outside of your aura. We had it at that blank pink color. But I'd like you to just notice that when you're in healing mode, what color would that be for you? For me, it w- it's this light turquoise color. It's just something that's always been in, in my world. For others, it might be a gold or silver It might be super bright orange, like the sun. So just notice that super healing color that you would want to put on the outside of your aura. When you're in healing mode, this is your go-to color. And you can just allow that color to run on the outside of your aura. It's a little bit where we get to take ownership of all the different types of healing abilities that we have. And they're all kind of in that color. And as that is happening, I'd like you to take another little look at what's happening with the earth energy. Are you super grounded to the center of the earth? Would you like that grounding cord to be bigger? Would you like to pull that aura in tight? Maybe 12 inches above and below you instead of three feet. Or maybe you'd like it a little bigger. I'd like you to notice the cosmic energy above your head. Sometimes we like that to flow just a little bit, and other times we want it like a waterfall. So that solar light is really great for amplifying energy and opening up those healing abilities. So notice that solar energy coming into your space. It actually starts way above your head. And speaking above your head, we have these lovely little contraptions called the creative rings. And that's kind of where you get to create your own brand of your own energy. And we naturally do this. And I'd like you to let those creative rings or notice those creative rings doing their thing, bringing in more energy into your space, brand new, fresh energy. It might come into your space like a rainbow, or it might start to feel a little bit musical. Those creative rings really have a lot going on with them. And another meditation is just to hang out there for like two hours. It's really fun. So just allow those creative rings to undulate, swivel around, and create new energy coming into your space. It's actually above your head kind of like between the eighth and the, I don't know, tenth chakra, maybe higher than that. Sometimes folks see three rings. Sometimes they see six. It just depends on your spiritual makeup, kind of what you're looking at, what you're into this lifetime. More rings or less rings doesn't mean anything other than what's comfortable for you. So I'd like you to just generate that new energy out of the creative rings and allow that energy to start to flow through your space. 
as it starts to trickle in, it starts to flow even more rapidly. Sometimes it'll swirl around your space, around your head, around your body. Other times it's more like a waterfall. So just notice that space happening and that change happening as more of your own energy starts to filter through. And as it starts to fill up your space from the soles of your feet all the way to the top of your head, you might notice some of that creative energy is filling in to different body parts, different layers of the aura. It might be swirling around. It might seem like a wind. Just notice that state. It might come with many colors or just one color. And these change a lot, by the way. And as you notice that space start to fill up, you might notice different pressures in your body easing up, maybe getting heavier. Either way, you're generating your own energy coming from the creative rings. You're doing this all day long, but now we're really putting our attention on it. So it's like amping up. So I'd like you to let those creative rings do their thing, filling up your space. And notice on the outside of your aura, you have this different healing color that's around you. And I'd like you to experiment with this color for the rest of the day. as we wrap up, we have more happening on Inflow Radio. We have Venus Andrick next and some extra. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.